This Cleveland Browns betting preview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports is giving away $14 million this NFL season. Sign up in Vegas and play from anywhere. Get all the info over at circusports.com. We're also brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Hey, this is Eric Metcalf. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean Sagging the Money Green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? It dawned on us, Sean, or dawned on me. We have not asked anyone if they've changed the code since Baker left. One, yes. two, three, four. <laughs> Which why if you're Baker Mayfield, why are you agreeing to whoa, whoa. Main frame, main frame reboot. Why are you admitting youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast? Why are you allowing them to make fun of you like this? Why are you allowing them to to throw in that the writers to throw in that little your dumb jab mm. with your one, two, three, four code? Yeah, you know, uh Baker he, he, as far he's gotta be up there as far as number of national commercials to actual wins, although Bears All fan or Brent Browns fans are so angry right now. He wasn't uh, even on the team last year. Why are you talking about him? Although, are the Browns going to be cursed for oh, getting no. rid of a guy who was responsible for a one of their first playoff victories in a long, long time, Ryan? What do you got going here, Ryan? Well, I actually, I, I don't think they're going to be cursed because of that. We we randomly have these old pennants uh, oh, that yes. Colby picked up, and I'm just gonna. I'm gonna pass this one over to you. Oh yes, maybe, uh, the Cleveland Browns. of course, uh, Brownie the, the Elf. Brownie the Elf is probably the real reason the uh, Cleveland Browns have cursed. Again, I pointed out Brownie the Elf. You remember that game against the Jets uh, where they were up? What was it? They were up 14 points with like a minute 55 left. Somehow, there's I mean, no that, way people in Cleveland are really behind an Elf. <laughs> I I just I've been I've been to Ohio. It's not like it's not meant to be a disrespectful statement. I actually like the state of Ohio. Joe Flacco that so day. much so I don't think they're into elves. Joe Flacco that day threw for four touchdowns, three hundred seven yards. I mean that game was crazy. I guess I, I guess games like that are why maybe you're optimistic about the Browns. Oh hey, that was a tough one score loss. That's that's bound to regress. We're gonna we're gonna figure it out. Cleveland Browns are they're they're an interesting team. Um, to figure out, we're gonna do a deep dive here, Ryan. Of course, talk about key additions, key losses, all our nuggets. Get to the schedule before we get to all the Cleveland Browns talk. Of course, they did cash the, uh, did hit on the money line for the Hall of Fame game. Shout out to you, Browns. 
is our Patreon. Sportsgivenpodcast.com slash Patreon. We got our weekly contests up, a pick'em contest, $50 up for grabs, and a five pack of SGP lighters, and our NFL win totals contest, the season long NFL win totals contest up, thousand dollars up for grabs. Those are exclusive contents, just contests just for the patrons. And uh, again, appreciate the support. We're taking down corporate gambling one sign up at a time. Again, the more uh, Patreons get, the less ads we got to do. So again, appreciate all the support. And uh, you know, people are asking, "Oh, are you going to put your picks behind a paywall?" Never. Picks will always be free. But if you want access to the spreadsheets that has uh, very easily all the picks listed, all these props we've been giving out for all the episodes, all in one convenient place, you do get access to the spreadsheet. slash patreon Sign up. And and do your part in the war against corporate gambling, Kramer. When you say when you say uh, page every time you say Patreon, I, I think of I think we need to have like a swinging saloon door sound effect mm. with a couple like boot clicks. Oh yeah, As like, a little whistle, uh, just someone someone coming in, like something from Westworld. Okay, whatever. That, I'm going back to watch that show. You never watched Westworld? I watched the season and then I did what I normally do, which is. Uh, Start falling asleep at the end of the episode. Season, season one was really the season to watch. Season two oh, really? is still pretty good. Season three it goes crazy. Okay, so I, it teased me with the first one. The first one uh, season was really good. If you only had to watch one season of Westworld, let it be. I've already done that. The first season. All right, maybe it is time to watch Breaking Bad. Uh, Bulldog Billy checking in on the YouTube chat saying, "Love you guys, but oh. just listen to the Steelers preview and very disappointing <laughs> coming from a Browns fan." Well, uh, what do you mean? Well, I'm sure he. Uh, <laughs> again. You're projecting. You don't even know what we're about to say. Yes, Sean, tell them what I said to you as we walked into the office today, together, because we walk in together every morning. Uh, you said you were higher than uh, than you thought I would be on the Browns, but Ryan, specifically, I paid a compliment to the coach Stefanski, who we've made fun of on this program numerous times, and coached a playoff game from his basement. Yeah. Which <laughs> imagine it's an all-time Cleveland move. That, no, yeah. but Sean, think about it. Like that's the last playoff win they had. The coach was in the basement. Let's, let's take play. let's take this though. No, like he if, wasn't actually allowed to call plays. Right? If that was a Philly team, you'd be all in on that. If that was a New York team, you'd be all in on that. The idea that your coach could be coaching from the basement. Well, no, they wouldn't. Act, they didn't actually let him coach. I understand. Right? He I'm sure he was. What texting. do you mean he wasn't coaching? I'm sure he was sending in some notes via text. I again, obviously, the issue with the Cleveland Browns is Deshaun Watson. It yeah. is a massive, massive question mark. Deshaun Watson, eight and seventeen last twenty five games as a starter. I, <laughs> I know everyone will go. Oh, he was just learning the playbook. That what really drives me crazy is some of these people in the fantasy community go. Oh um, yeah. Well, one of those games <laughs> last year, if you take out the game with a really bad wind uh, uh. and, and some of those other games it had some bad weather. So if you take those games out, uh, Deshaun Watson, wasn't as bad as you think. Well, let, let's be real. They have a home game, December 28th in Cleveland. The mm-hmm. weather might be bad. They have a home game, December 17th against the bears. The weather might be bad. They have a home game against the Jags, December 10th. The weather might be bad now. But that I would think that would be an advantage, at least against the Jags team. Uh, but the the Browns are very interesting. They start off with a really, really uh, tough schedule as far as some division games uh, that and some some other teams that I'm kind of high on coming in. So it'll be interesting because I do like the Steelers. I think the Bengals. How can you be out on the Bengals? You got Joe Burrow. You have that passing offense. I, I think he I'm has pro- a ruptured Achilles right now. I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> he has a calf strain. Well, if the calf strain turns into something worse. Okay, you, yeah. That's which is not like this is not me being like witchcraftery. Mm. This is sometimes when you hurt an area of your body, you compensate around it to get back quick. Well, yeah, and that and that is uh more real, importantly, how you're a quarterback. How are you straining your calf? Like what are you doing? That you're straining that calf, Joe Burrow. <laughs> Who is uh Amon Rod uh Oh. Amon Ra's dad was Kevin Durant just do those calf raises. <laughs> yeah, that his son got hurt. Uh, you, you, but again, coming back to Deshaun Watson, I just taking an entire year off. Even that year before he took the year off, he was four and twelve. I just kind of, I he he really well, needs some. Wait, how many years did he take off? It took a full year off, and, and then, then twelve just, games. Yeah, or. He took a full year off and then just played the last six games of last season. So over a year and a half, he took off. And they also didn't they like prorate his suspension into when he was sitting out or something like that. I don't know. Didn't they do some silly thing like that? Yeah, I mean, I I think it's fair to remember when Deshaun Watson was good. But we, you know, what we say now about those but times. He was, what do we say about those times pre-pandemic? Well, it was well. I mean, he was good in 2020. So no, what? That's when he went four and twelve. Oh, but I, I'm talking. Everyone loves those stats he put up okay, in 2020. Okay. No, no, but I'm saying like winning quarterback play. Okay, yeah, 2019. pre-pandemic. 2019. That's a long time ago. You know what else happened pre-pandemic? You could go to a restaurant and get good service. <laughs> you didn't have that. I love the places you that still have the the plastic uh, like sheet. All right, can we get you past can, the you plastic can sit sheet inside and not in a parking lot? <laughs> Uh, Stefanski 26 and 24 so far as a head coach. I think the troubling sign is he's lost more games each season. I think that's not a good trend. I, there, mm, pause. You have to look, you have to zoom out on the Browns and see how bad they were for how long. Okay. To, to be like, mm, they've been pretty good. Under, I mean, remember Hugh Jackson? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, he, he certainly brings them a, a nice floor compared to previous Browns team. I, I told what I actually thought what I what I said to you as we were walking in is I I said Stefanski is a little bit more like Kyle Shanahan mm. than I would have thought initially. Uh, they have similar uh, scheme type situations where the scheme is very friendly to the offense and allows them to have a quarterback that maybe isn't performing uh, or doesn't have the ceiling like a Brissett. You could argue Brissett operated the offense better than Deshaun Watson last yes. year. Um, you could argue that Stefanski's offense operates better with a guy that has a high floor, low ceiling, uh, much like Shanahan versus a high variance guy, Trey Lance, where you have a lower floor, higher ceiling. Maybe Deshaun Watson fits that mold, which is why he was capable of winning double digits in the NFL and then uh, losing 12 games. They do have a really, uh, really good offensive line. ETR ranks them uh, third overall in offensive line ranks. Very good offensive line. So Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson should have time to throw. They brought in Elijah Moore to compliment uh, Amari Cooper, Nick Chubb. I think by all accounts in for a massive year, uh, they did lose Kareem hunt. I don't know if that I, I guess. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, uh, look, that's, that's big. We're Kareem hunt guys. And we got, we got, uh, we got almost as uh, you know, uh, Kareem hunt, Mike hunt. I'm a huge fan Mike of the hunt? hunt family. Yeah. Okay. My cunt. Oh, right. Wow. How dare you? All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. Bring up the uh, key additions, key losses. I think there's to me one that really uh, stands out 
is of course the um, the uh, Zadarius Smith pickup, which was massive for them. I don't even know if we have it listed here, Ryan, but him coming in well, remember, for the Browns is huge. Walter Football did all his work <laughs> in like April, so <laughs> no. Let's, that let, to me is the, is the biggest pickup they got. They also brought in Rodney McLeod. You know, not not bad. Uh, Elijah Moore mentioned him. Marquise Goodwin. You know, kind of added some depth there. Sean, let's bring our guest on because I want to talk about this. Okay, with him, Brian. Oh, we are jump the gun, Josh. Sorry. Hey, we're about to be joined by our guest. Before we do, of course, head over to Circus Sports, sign up for the Circuit Million, Circuit Survivor, fourteen million dollars up for grabs, guaranteed. So many ways to win: Circuit Million, Circuit Survivor. Get. Sign up in Vegas, play from anywhere. Circuit million, six million dollars guaranteed, eight million dollars guaranteed for the Circus Survivor. So many ways to win. We'll be out there in Las Vegas signing up for the contest, the ultimate contest sign-up weekend, August 24th to the 26th. Get all the details over at circusports.com. Joining us from Cleveland, the unofficial oh. mayor of Cleveland sports, Mr. Big Play Dave himself. Dave, what's happening, man? How we doing? Sean, what's happening? Yeah, gr- doing great. Great to have you uh, on the show. Always uh, great talking about your brownies. I feel like the city of Cleveland should just has that sound effect of Berman going <laughs> 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 like that's the Browns to me. That's the dog pound. Yes. Did you watch last night? Oh, DTR uh, baby. Let's we were, uh, we were, we were high on, we were high on DTR. What was your, what was your, uh, any takeaways? It is the hall of fame game, but uh, any thoughts on the hall of fame game? You know what? It was, it was really, really cool. So Joe Thomas, obviously getting into the hall. Yeah. It's all, all around him. We were down there with Josh Cribbs doing some content. He's doing a new show with us. Um, the, the complex of Canton. They've put like $800 million into this place. Oh, it's so, crazy. Yeah. We're oh, going yeah. out. We're going out there. Well, uh, wait, it's next. not for our game. I, I assumed <laughs> it was for our flag football game that we'll be playing in a week and a half. We're going out there uh, for the fantasy football expo uh, next week. So we will be out in okay. Canton, Ohio doing Touching a, grass. doing a flag football game on that stadium. Uh, <laughs> looking forward to that. Uh, so the Browns. I mean, we were just kind of getting into the Browns roster, key additions, key losses. I was saying I thought the Zadarius Smith pickup probably the biggest one of the offseason. But uh, as as a Browns insider, what are you what are you most excited about for the Browns going into this season as far as guys they've added to the roster? Yeah. So just well, first of all, expectations for this team. We were at the Hall of Fame game last night. We the the initial kickoff we dropped. <laughs> we had a double holding penalty. Cade York misses the field goal from within 50. I'm Which like, as a right. as a guy who was on the under, I was excited about. And then yeah, it looked I'm, like the wind affected it too. I'm which so upset good. because uh, Kramer and I last year we did the Circus Survivor contest. We got cute. <laughs> We're like, all right, we'll use the Panthers week one. That's a great opportunity. And then Cade York, a rookie kicker, hits a 58 yarder on the road to knock uh, us out week one of the Survivor. It was electric. It was electric. <laughs> and then we had Anthony Schwartz fumble. An end around. Mm. So 
Yeah, this is where we are. We're we're in mid-season form right now in Cleveland. <laughs> well, I loved reading. I did a bunch of deep dives on, you know, the analytics, the stat stuff. You know, by all accounts, the Cleveland Browns are due for some fumble luck to have some fumbles bounce their way, which if you're an analytics guy, <laughs> you just can't put that out there. I mean, the team literally uh, not to not to bring up uh, bad memories here, Dave, but you were obviously the fumble. Like you can't just say they're going to get right. way better at fumble luck, considering their history as Browns. Sorry, Ernest Biner. Yeah, yes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. When we look at when you look at the team, I, I think it's a wide receiver room, man. Like I, I honestly don't. I'd love to win. You know, forty-two, thirty-five every week. I don't. I don't care about the defense. I, I think Jim Schwartz will be good. But the wide receiver room, I think it's one of the best we've had in years. So you've got, you know, we've got Elijah Moore, we've got Donovan Peoples Jones, who's kind of coming into his own. We've got Amari Cooper, who I love. I don't know your guys' thoughts on him, but I think he's a wide receiver one for sure. And then we've got the the kid Cedric Tillman, who looked really good last night. He's he's giant. So we we used to have like you know guys like Andrew Hawk and a bunch of these little guys running around. We've got some big bodies for Deshaun Watson and you know, we didn't even mention David Njoku. So the, the talent around him, when you put in Chubb, and by the way, I heard you guys talking about Kareem hunt, Jerome Ford, I think is going to be really good as well. So when you look at all of that, Deshaun Watson, I mean, he's gotta be good. Oh, that's, yeah, that's not an endorsement, Sean. This is not that's where you want to be. Where you want to be as Browns fans? Like, all right, all we need is just our quarterback to be good. I remember those those viral videos <laughs> of like the guy walking into the stadium with all these starting quarterbacks just taped onto his uh, the back of his jersey, one after the other. Where oh, are yeah. you? Where are you on Deshaun Watson? I mean, I, I get you can't just completely fall off the cliff, but as a gambler, I'm super skeptical of Deshaun Watson just because he took all that time off. Um, he didn't look to have the same explosiveness. I mean, I, I see why you can be high on him, but where are you on Deshaun Watson expectations coming into the season? Because everything around Deshaun, to your point, is good. Love the offensive line. Um, but yeah, there's just, he's the big question. Yeah, and we kind of expected that last year. The, the dude hadn't played football in like, you know, two years. So, that was expected. I'd like to see him like get up to game speed. Like in these preseason games, you don't have many. Well, just throw him out there for a second. Yeah. Like, I know maybe played, the whole it, game's not the place to do it, but you got to get him some game reps. Well, it was weird last year. Cause I do think in some ways impressive, you guys got to eight wins because kind of, but you know, behind the eight ball where Thanks. they were playing, <laughs> where they were playing Deshaun Watson in preseason games, because it's like, well, that's, yeah. We want him to be ready and know the offense because the end of the season. But then you also had to juggle it with getting Jacoby Brissett ready for Week One. Professional so, yeah. quarterback. Right. It was a, it was a crazy balance. Uh, I love go- Jacoby Brissett too. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's I, heard, I heard you guys talking about that and Stefanski. Jacoby Brissett was much better for his system yeah. than mm. Deshaun Watson. And Stefanski said this year he's like, I gotta, I gotta let him fly. Like his, his offense of like two running backs and nine tight ends is not going to work for Deshaun Watson. We need some guys running around. He can make some plays that aren't scripted. So this, this offense for Stefanski this year is going to make or break him. 
Yeah. And again, do some of that read option stuff, get him on the move, get him running around. And your point, like you have to set him up to be that because all his, all all of his best plays were you feel like are busted plays, improvised stuff. Got to take three pointers, Sean. Yeah. All right, Ryan. Uh, let's get to it. Let's walk through the schedule. Talk a little Cleveland Browns. Well, here. real, real quick yeah. because I, I did want to. F- he, he mentioned Jerome Ford. Like to hear that. Jerome Ford currently in my top, like mm. top ten best ball ownership. Uh, l- like, I'm not trying to wish injury. We would never wish injury on Nick Chubb, uh, the last great running back who plays without gloves. Yes, but uh, Jerome yeah. Ford is going to be fun. I think this year, and I like that you mentioned Donovan Peoples Jones, Sean. He's been a guy that seems seemingly been forgotten. No, I, I I thought he was an interesting play in like DFS last year. Well, he's the fun deep threat, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. And and just for the record, uh, we're both out on Amari Cooper. He played for the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, once. sorry, sorry, it's, Dave. It's, you know the it's, rules. It's a professional thing. It's not personal. Uh, he's Winto- good, man. He's good. <laughs> he is. But they're he, both up for contract year, so it's this is going to uh, be a really interesting dynamic in that wide receiver room where you have Amari, you have Donovan Peoples Jones. The Browns are going to have to make a decision. Yeah. Uh, win total set at nine and a half. Uh, make playoffs plus one twenty. Miss playoffs minus one forty. Division plus four twenty five. Conference twenty two to one. Super Bowl for the Cleveland Browns forty to one. Kramer, what do we got? What's the, what's the first quadrant look like? All right, let's pull up the schedule. Be- and, and by the way, is, is best division in football. I mean, yeah. How could you? Be. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, even. I think we did. Uh, we did the Steelers last night, and what was their their win total was also uh, eight and a half. I right? think. I think when you look at it through the lens of the quarterbacks, even if you're kind of out on Deshaun Watson, like look around the league. Tell me what other division has the same caliber quarterbacks, top to bottom. All right. Ooh, love the love the opening game. Got the Bengals coming to town. Then you have at Steelers on Monday Night Football. Jesus. Titans at home, Ravens at home. You, you you get three division games out of the way in the first first four weeks, and then you throw the Titans in there. I would love to hear how optimistic Dave is on this. Yeah, stretch. Dave, where are you? Where are you at these first four? Bengals. That's an easy win. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we, we have we have Burrow's number. No, it, it is. It's it, so it, weird. It makes no sense. It, yeah, I I agree with you. They that's a sneaky spot, especially now. Uh, with the calf strain, them as home dogs, and and normally the Bengals start off slow. You know, with the calf thing, they got another excuse for to start off slow. So, you like that? You like them against the Bengals? How about the remaining three? Yeah, and by the way, we're on a winning streak for Week One wins. So that Panthers game that you <laughs> yeah, mentioned, bastard. that was the first Week One win we've had in like forty five years. So. <laughs> oh, trust me, I know that was part <laughs> of my handicap. Uh, Steelers. Honestly, guys, I th- I think we split with the AFC North. I think it's going to be very very competitive all the way through. I think I think we win. We keep our winning streak going with Week One with the Bengals. I think we I think we probably beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh Monday mm. night. I think we beat the Titans, oh. and I think we I think we drop one to the Ravens. Ooh, okay. So three so and one. I like to hear that because we on the Steelers episode, Sean. We said I, I said it feels like the AFC North is easy in that you just split the like bo- it's three and three. All yeah. the teams go Every three, team's and three, go three and three, and we just yep. yeah we figure the rest out later. 
All right. Uh, what are you doing, Ryan? Are you going three and one here? Well, I'm just gonna like by doing the three and three thing. I'm just gonna do home games. So I'll by that. I mean the Titans. That's a winnable game. I know we're high on the Titans. Yeah. But we also mentioned that this is the kind of matchup that is um, potentially tricky for the Titans. I'll go two and two. I'll be a little less. Optimistic. I'm gonna go two and two just because I think three division games in four. And like I think that Titans game can sneak up on and them, and we need to see because it's a Watson. short week, and then you got the Ravens look ahead spot. So I'll go two and two for the Browns. Like, have- if we're two and two, I will be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the schedule gets easier for you guys as it goes uh, along. Real quick yeah. sidebar, Dave, I gotta know is is Brownie the Elf cursed? Because I feel like painting that giant elf on your field was part of the reason that Jets lost. Is is Brownie the Elf part of the uh, part of Cleveland's uh, cursed history here at all, or am I am I barking up a wrong tree? I I, I think you're reading too much into it. I think it was the guy <laughs> who uh, did the tire tracks on the field. A couple oh of yes, years. that guy. <laughs> how did he? I'm in the how, camp. And we have too many logos. I I still don't understand how you drive a car into the stadium. It had to have been an inside job, right? That, I mean. That's <laughs> He's, he's he must be friends with the groundskeeper or something. When I was in in college at Virginia Tech, they were doing construction on the stadium because Vic had brought all this money in, mm. and the, the stadium was just wide open. You could like we would routinely go down there and drink <laughs> beers, like, it, like so. I could imagine, I could imagine Cleveland similar operation. What do we got next? Quadrant right? from a from an outside perspective. Do you like the elf or do you like the helmet mm-hmm. or do you I, like the new like Darth Vader dog? I yeah I like the dog I I I I would say I just don't for me when I represent a, what a Cle- person from Cleveland is it's not an elf it's so a dog. I, yeah it's yeah. a dog yeah. yeah I think the, the the elf is like a fun old timey thing but I don't need to see it on the field like the elf I like I the, like the simplicity of the of the brown helmet with the dog like may, the, maybe the elf, I like the new dog the elf is the thing that you put on like the crest or whatever the shield mm. or whatever cool club uh, you know you, you get the elf <laughs> the on helmet a, stick on a scarf you, maybe you could have put Jim Brown's helmet on the fifty in like yeah. oh that would have been badass yeah everyone loves Jim Brown yeah. Just put Jim Brown's face. That works too. <laughs> All right, let's hit the next four. I look hot on the field. Early, yes. early, early, earliest bye week you can have. Week five. Then coming off the bye, they have Niners at Colts at Seahawks. That's one of those back to back spots we talked about. Yeah. Seattle gets four of those over the course of the season when a team's on the second of a back to back. And then you have the Cardinals. Obviously, we have you know you you to me the the Colts. The Colts is a win and the Cardinals is a win to start. I think they do drop that weird scheduling spot there. But I you know what? I I so badly want to be out on the 49ers. They have Dallas the week before on Sunday night football here in this spot. And then they have Minnesota in primetime the following week. So in a sandwich primetime non-conference road spot. Give me the Browns going 3 and 1 here. Mm. See, I'm go I'm sticking 2 and 2 cuz I do think I I do think there's a chance for them to get right. Uh, later on in the season, like that last five game stretch, I think is is much better for them. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give the 49ers uh, fans a win here, but I do think they go two and two, and I'm with you. Like that at Seahawks second game, that's is, a loss. Uh, that's a tough spot. Uh, but I think at Colts they can hang, and then Cardinals at home should feel pretty good. Dave, what about you? Second yeah, quadrant. We, so we, yeah, we started hot in the first quadrant. I think with the bye week being so early, I hate that. That's yeah. that yeah. gives that gives Stefanski too much time to overthink it. So I think we lose week six, and I, I'm going two and two. I'm I'm with you there, Sean. 
All right. Two All and right. two. All right, next four at Raven. Oh man, at Ravens, Steelers, at Broncos, at Rams. Three road games in four weeks. Uh, uh, just some tough spots. But I think uh, here's what I'll say. I think uh, Steelers at home. That's a good spot for them. At Ravens, mm. uh, I'm just we gonna, agreed we're splitting. Right? Yeah. I'll, so yeah, one and one there, and then hmm. I think yeah, you it's one I, and three. I'm going. I'm, You're going one and three. I'm gonna go See, one I'll go. Three. I'll go two and two because I think they either beat the Broncos or the Rams. I think they either get. Although that it's tough that that Rams one is the second uh, game because I do. Th- I'd almost like to play the Rams first and just concede the Broncos because that's always a tough travel spot. I'll go two and two. You're going one and three, Ryan. Yeah. All right, Dave. How say you on this on this stretch? Yeah, Sean. I'm with you again. I think two and two. Let's I go. think we've got the split AFC North and then. We we take one of those games. I don't know which one, both both on the road, but I think I think we beat the Rams. Yeah, I mean the this could be Stetson Bennett. We just have to keep reminding <laughs> ourselves that this could be Stetson Bennett. <laughs> that which really by the way, look- Sean, I do I have secured a Stetson Bennett uh ticket rookie of the year. Really? Yeah, one thousand to one? Hundred to one. Hundred to one. All He's right. quarterback. And he, <laughs> yeah, it's behind it's true. Down. It's true. All right. So where give me the give me the mindset. So check you're uh you're six and six. Okay. I'm six and six. Uh Dave, a reasonable seven and five. Okay, look at that. But this I this to me Last is kind of gonna be their season. Oh, I, I love the some of the teams that have to come visit them. All right, Jags coming to town, Bears week fifteen, at Texans week sixteen, Jets at home, and then at Bengals to close it out. Like Bengals generally need to play here because they crescendo. They they start slow. They finish better. I said I would split these, so that's got to be a loss. But other than that, hmm, can you get them to four and one there? Well, I, I, I like the home teams. Jets can stop oh, like the run. Games. I, I, that's I, four and one all day. Yes, <laughs> all, right. all day. Well, well, here's the thing. Even if I'm like the fir- Jags, Bears, and Texans can't stop the run. Okay, and so that's no, I mean, got to be three wins. Jags and Texans, um, or sorry, Jags and Bears and Texans feels like they win all three. To me, it's just can they get that Jets game? Uh, that that's, might be that a to me one. is three and two or four. And I'm one. getting worried that the Jets might be good. I I was looking through my bets. I have a bet that Aaron Rodgers will not play 65 percent of the snaps. So I'm. <laughs> but what that, <laughs> but that sounds like a. Uh, Where do you guys uh, have the Jets at this point of the season? Well, I, we, yeah, we haven't done the Jets yet. Okay. okay. Yeah. Listen, I'll say this. I'll commit to this. When I saw Aaron Rodgers wearing the full double ear headphone or uh, headset last night, that's leadership. He's locked in. This is full FU mode, like full, full, like zoom all the way out. Brett Favre, the Packers allowed Brett Favre to be a dick to him. So he was never going to mentor a quarterback for the Packers. He's going to a new franchise. He's taking Zach Wilson under his wing. I think Aaron Rodgers, if he stays healthy, I've, I'm, I'm revisiting my my Jets hate because I'm a little worried. Well, Robert Sala they, they being congratulated Jets, for championships Jets, already. Jets have a really hard schedule. They congratulated him on the fucking <laughs> broadcast last night as if he'd won something. Yeah, they're ready before to, the game. Ready to dump the Gatorade. All right, so I I got him going three and two. Uh, nine and eight is the uh, final sc- final right. record. I got that. Which I, is that reasonable? That feels reasonable. And I, I can, you're taking the under. No, I, well, I'm, I'm showing eight and a half. Nine and a half. Yeah. That's right. a tough number right there. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah, I'll stick with the under nine and a half wins just because <laughs> not nine and eight feels like a good price, but I mean, make playoffs, you know, I'll, I'll kind of split the difference. I'll take make playoffs 
Well, no, that's kind of canceling it out. Yeah. But under nine and a half, it feels like they're going to be right up against it. Honestly, it'll probably come down to the Jets and Bengals as far as whether they the, hit that over uh, the, the playoffs. The, the North schedules collectively as a division. We discussed this a little bit with the AFC West last year, uh, although Nathaniel Hackett got in the way, like immediately jumped in the way of that bullet. But the the idea that four teams from a division could make the playoffs. Well, yeah, it certainly would be this one. You would think, um, even if they split, like we're having these teams yeah. split their divisional games three and three, and we're still finding well, a way Steelers, to get. Steelers, Steelers are uh, projected to be the bottom, and their win total set at eight and a half. So. Um, Ryan, what do you got? What's your final question? I'm, Three and two or four and one? I I feel like that's what you're debating. It is what I'm debating, and I think it's three and two. And I think like just listening to Dave discuss the uncertainty with the coaching decision making and the lack of confidence in the quarterback, I I don't want to put myself in an over spot. Now that being said, you nailed it. Like Stefanski, he almost seems to be like his system. He's a high floor, low ceiling coach, and which means like, could, could we see them finishing third place in the division with nine wins and making the playoffs? Maybe if the AFC isn't as good as people think. Yeah. I mean, there, there there's a lot Seems of unlikely, but I don't think there's a, there's not a bottoming out for this Browns team. Like I don't think six and 11 injury. Uh, yeah. But even that, even what if, position? even if you lost um, chief and Joku, the only guy they can't lose. <laughs> We're high on Njoku in fantasy, Dave. Um, as you should be. As yeah. you should be. He's kind of <clears throat> primary target, I assume. He's kind. He's kind of overlooked, especially in the in the tight end market. It's just kind of, um, you know. Well, I mean, well, if, he, he struggled early on with catching the football. Yeah, and so he's actually catching the football, which you would think would translate into a pretty good season. Yeah, I mean, I I think like. Uh, when I am drafting, I mean, if we're getting Josh Dobbs or Kellen Mond starts, maybe, no, yeah, maybe that, that that's be, how you get to DTR six eleven. Legit good. Though. I thought I again. I thought DTR was a fun prospect, and uh, I thought another looked, quarterback controversy. Oh, no. Yeah, look out. <laughs> well, Kellen Mond. I, I think. I think. Uh, I don't know if Stefanski and Zimmer had beef over Kellen Mond, but I, again, we heard Zimmer's opinion on Kellen Mond. I assume Stefanski's is the same after last <laughs> he night. Looked awful. Yeah. He looked <laughs> awful. Uh, Dave, any uh, any Browns prop bets you like? Either like player props, you know, win the division, conference, yeah. futures, Super Bowl. What do you? What other Browns action do you got going on? Yeah, so I like Nick Chubb. On the over for rushing yards for the year, I think okay. without Kareem, I, I I do think Jerome Ford will have a, a pretty good role with this team, but I think they're going to pound it with Chubb. I really do. Um, That's I, a twelve twenty five and a half. Okay. I love it. I love it. Um, I'm not touching Deshaun Watson. <laughs> not at uh, all. Well, you sound like uh, a, a masseuse there. Uh, <laughs> I got to go. I, I, <laughs> I'm not touching Deshaun Watson. Uh, any other any other props you like? Um, I I'm taking the over nine and a half. Yeah, um, I like. Yeah, I like. Honestly, anything with Nick Chubb. Okay, I'm taking. I'm just gonna put you down for Nick Chubb props. Nick uh, Chubb over eight and a half uh, touchdowns is the touchdown oh, okay. prop. That's a fun one. Over over all day. All right, uh, Dave. And I like Miles. I like Miles Garrett. Miles Defensive Garrett, Player of the Year. Okay. I think that's decent value. 
Yeah, because he in. certainly has the. You know, obviously it's a counting well, thing, and and, and he's, he's a, human, a humanitarian. That time that the the fight broke out on the field, Mason he tri- Rudolph he tried lost to, his helmet. Yeah, he tried right. to put Mason Rudolph's helmet back on for him. So right. that was super nice. Class act. Absolutely. Well, uh, Dave, I know you got to roll. You're up against it time wise. Always appreciate you yes. hopping on. Uh, make sure you head over to bigplay.com. They got a ton of content, ton of Cleveland podcasts, the new Josh Cribs podcast. Again, if you are a Cleveland sports fan and you're not following uh, Big Play, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Tons of great stuff, great content, golf shows. They got it all. So, Dave, appreciate the time, man. Absolutely. Go, Browns. All right. Thanks, Dave. Good times. All right, Kramer. Um, what do we like way, for props? I, I like uh, he he's Brad. See Brad the again Midwest Midwestern honesty. Couldn't even couldn't even <laughs> sell Deshaun Watson. Well, again, he he Dave is a he said had he has to see it. <laughs> <laughs> right, he's not. It's weird. Like he's clearly a homer, but not yeah. so blind. Which, uh, like some, favorites. he is a fun Twitter follow. Yes, he'll be out on the Browns, and all of a sudden, it's like <laughs> he's like me. He watches one fucking training camp video. Yeah, follow him on Bang. Twitter at Big Play underscore Dave. And again, if you're if you're a Browns uh, <laughs> Browns guy, you or a Cleveland sports fan in general, they do a ton of did, stuff. Did we get Bulldog Billy's prediction on the screen? Bulldog Billy, uh, YouTube.com slash Sports Gaming Podcast. He's in the chat. He's got him twelve and five. Oh, nice, Terrell, work. the villain. Himself, uh, host here at SGPN. He's got him going seven and 10, 46 mantra, six and 11. I, I like that. Um, it feels like this team is going to be up against it. I like that. Um, like, I, I don't see them. Do you think they have an 11 win ceiling? It really is going to be that, that, well, start. You know, yeah. If Watson, if Watson is all the way back, yeah. If, if we get pre pandemic dining room service, from Deshaun Watson, mm. which by, I mean, look, I, I think we we've gotten this far into the episode. We really didn't talk about the weather generally, no. generally when, when athletes start to age and they deal with stiffness issues, they like to move down to the uh, to Arizona <laughs> somewhere with the dry air, not up into team approved massages only for Deshaun Watson. I like, I like how it's we're like, we're just done talking about it. We've <laughs> moved, mean, no one. No. One, I mean, obviously I get it. We don't want to talk about it, but also the the weird guy in the room doesn't stop being the weird guy in the room mm. and so it, what what came with those stories is that he was a, a bit alienated he was a strange guy in the locker room like yeah. some of the guys who are married with wives were like not like that's not cool <laughs> like what are you doing you dumb motherfucker kind of stuff I, you think all of that's changed in one year well he, he also they were asking about it uh him about it and it wasn't he wasn't like apologetic or whatever. It was he, a lot of media out to get me. He's literally like it sounds like Colby. He's blaming <laughs> they. He's like they are. You know. He was also ranting about uh, football domes. <laughs> yeah. But it, all right, that that's also worth noting. He hasn't really ever taken accountability for whatever happened. Which no. again, it's like, dude, I'm willing to to, to take your to, to at least listen to what you have to say. But there is that one thing in the back of my head that's constant, which is like. Like even if I was really into massages, to Boston have that when to come to go to that many different people, <laughs> I, I think certainly it's, some. It's pretty clear what you were yeah, up to. There's certainly some uh, red flags. Uh, in also, his side of the story. also pretty picky. You didn't find one you liked. 
<laughs> he's just always checking out. You know, you got you got to find that perfect well, rub. They uh, say there is something about the unknown that is enticing. We didn't talk. <laughs> we didn't talk that much about uh, Jim Schwartz. There, uh, there. The Browns' oh, run defense was is that pretty good or bad. bad? I, well, I, again, like I think he can even them out. Like they were what. Uh, th- like thirtieth, thirty first, and like EPA rush defense. I don't think that's gonna happen. You don't think the Jim game has passed them by? Maybe. I mean, coordinators are a weird breed where um, you can kind of hang around for a while. And he was good pre-pandemic. Yeah, no, he he had some good years with the Eagles. <laughs> the Browns all are great pre-pandemic. Just, <laughs> we haven't seen it since. Uh, They're like that for your favorite restaurant that closed. What do you like, Ryan? As far as uh, some prop bets here. Well, I, I do, I do enjoy that the 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 bullishness on Nick Chubb. I think if there's a guy who the combination of the great offensive line and the question marks about Deshaun Watson, the fact that they do have some of these fun outside threats and some, you know, and Joku's a good block. Like they have some fun pieces on the offense. So the idea that Nick Chubb could score ten, nine touchdowns. I had that number because that's one of my bets. Like I think yeah. I think Nick Chubb to score touchdowns again, one of the, the I'll take the over eight. Well, and and since the tank overs, like I listened to a I gotta stop listening. Uh, you know, last NFL season I went full locked in. <laughs> I listened to almost no content. I need to get there because I listen to these fucking nerds talk mm. about why you take unders early. No! Well, and Terrell in the chat, it's, uh, getting, it's so, so it's so tired. Bringing up uh, a good point uh, of that, like Deshaun Watson. I don't know if Deshaun Watson is a cold weather quarterback. Uh, he does seem like a guy, uh, a dome quarterback. Where is and, he and you from? Can, you can make the uh, dome joke uh, there, but uh, I think he's. Uh, well, he played at Clemson. I think he he grew up in the Gainesville. S- yeah, he's kind of a Georgia, Gainesville, Georgia. Kind of a warm weather quarterback. Again, that's why I kind of think the Jets get the win. One because. We didn't even talk about at Houston. That is going to be a crazy emotional get up spot, I think, for him. D- but to he uh, might be drained. <laughs> they do have uh they do play at the Colts. That's in a dome. Uh other than that, I don't think he has a lot of at at Rams. Other than that, it's it's cold weather football towards the end there. So I'm glad I went three and two on that last quadrant, because I do think that's a emotional letdown. Well, yeah, if we him. could pull the schedule up real quick, because I I it's I mean the fact if you look at the schedule they've so many early home games. I do think it's not it's not the best. But also like, it's like tough division stuff too. No there it's an interesting schedule. Yeah. Yeah, I they mean, do have a plus 10 net rest uh differential. Yeah, and and I think just like I said getting getting some of those those poor rush defenses at the end of the year could be good when it's any really other. I, I like the Chubb prop bet. Um, well, I, mean, I do like Injoku for fantasy. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, even the, even the prop stuff. Like, I don't think them fourth in division. I like enough. So at the price, I would also, I would, I would, I would stack Nick Chubb over with Nick Chubb plus eight fifty to lead the league, even though it's a chalkier price. Mm. I just don't. I don't know who is gonna get the red zone carries, if assuming health. Oh, so lead the league in rushing touchdowns. Yeah. What is that price? Eight fifty. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I like again, uh, Der- for reference, Derrick Henry is five fifty. Jonathan Taylor, ten to one. Bijan Robinson, eleven to one. No, I like that a lot. Jalen I mean, Hurts is thirteen to one. <laughs> well, th- there's just no one. That's insane. He's their goal line back. He, I, I don't think that Deshaun Watson is a QB sneak guy. 
Um, and the, the league is not allowing him to call the tush push. It's the only, only what, guys what that outlawed mean? the, uh, the, the tush push, the, the Jalen hurts play They They're not it's allowing outlawed. it for uh, Deshaun Watson. Oh, wow. Um, Nick Chubb. He was a uh, top, top eight in red zone carries last year. Actually, Jalen hurts is pretty high in that. That's why his odds are, yeah. are what they are. Um, yeah. So I, and I would, I would probably the touchdowns is eight fifty. Nick Chubb's rushing yards price is four fifty. He's the favorite in that. Yeah, one, I don't. Which I don't is, like I don't, that as much. I do not like that as well. I mean, I understand why he's the favorite, but I'll take the the lead the league in uh, rushing touchdowns at plus eight fifty. Dave mentioned Miles Garrett. If you like that, uh, it's plus six fifty for him to lead the league. I, I'm not. What is his? Uh, I don't think we got his defensive player of the year price. Oh, uh, yeah. Let me pull that up for you real quick. He. I mean, he, he certainly has the, like you said, Zedarius uh, Smith being there, 750 defensive player of the year. I generally like to bet the other guy. If you have two pass, we, we did it last year with, I, I believe, uh, Chandler Jones. It was a horrible bet, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm not playing top of the defensive player of the year board stuff. No, no, it's, it's, I don't know. Th- that Deshaun market, I'd rather. Go down a little. Deshaun bit Watson is listed as comeback player of the year. <laughs> I don't. I don't really understand what he's coming back for. What is his price? Sixty to one. That's insane. They're never going to give him that. Even MVP at thirty to one. He's the same price as Von Miller. Imagine the season you would have to have for him to get. Von Miller is on the same team with the guy who died on the field. We we can stop having the comeback player of the year. Uh, he died, and then he literally came back from the. <laughs> From being not alive, <laughs> Deshaun Watson. Why are we even talking about better that? odds than better odds than uh, Kyler Murray for what comeback player of the year? Deshaun Watson's not coming back from anything. Yeah, <laughs> he played last. Year. <laughs> they are not giving Deshaun uh, Carson Wentz. They're not is listed. Giving, they're not going to give. <laughs> They're not going to give Deshaun Watson a word that has come in it. I can tell oh, you that. Oh, Sean, that very sophomoric of you to make that joke. Someone's going to be angry at us for that joke. Oh, what is he coming back from? Oh, Nothing. Wow. Uh, yeah, and stiffness. Like I'm slightly on on the under there at nine, but I don't I don't like any of the like alt stuff because I do think they they have a decent floor. Stefanski, I think the the bottom is like seven and ten. I just can't really get to a super high ceiling with them either because of the uncertainty of quarterback. Mm, I think you I have feel like it's a narrow range of outcomes. Eight I do or like, nine, right? I do like what they did with the D line. I do like the Zadari Smith pickup. I think Jim Schwartz, while not an amazing defensive coordinator anymore, um, he does have kind of like a bend don't break that I think will will help them a little bit compared I don't, to Yeah, I don't know if he I mean last year. He's operated well with with a good front four. He has a good front four. We didn't even mention Dalvin Tomlinson, a uh, former giant by the way, uh by way of Minnesota. He that that D-line should be really good. And I think if 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 any if this if there's any story, it's they stay healthy, they turn into this dominant bunch and they're just able to hold people down and it doesn't matter if Deshaun Watson's good. Just like Kyle Shanahan's system. Ryan, time for everyone's favorite part of the program where we nominate an MLD AKA the most likely D gen. Do you want to go first? You can go first. Okay. This gentleman is actually playing in the hall of fame game last night. He's been, he's been getting a ton of grief. I think these are the guys that are really 
you know, they, they, they've been, they've taken a ton of crap from the media, ton of crap from their coaches. They're just, you know, imagine you have a boss who's always busting your chops. Yeah. You're hanging out in a team meeting, get a little bored. That's when you pull up the app. That's when you fire it up. That's when you, it's a slippery slope. So for me, this guy's just been a, a human punching bag. And I think that's going to cause him to check out Uh-oh. and get involved in gambling. Give me Kellen Mond really? as the Cleveland Browns MLD. Well, the Mike Zimmer quote alone, uh, you alluded to it earlier in the episode, but I got the direct quote. Mike Zimmer was asked if he wanted to see Kellen Mond next week. Quote, not particularly. <laughs> I see him every day. I mean, that's, that's, if that doesn't make you want to, is that going to make you want to bust your ass at work? No, you're going to be like, all right, well, fuck this guy. I'm going to just get down on a parlay. Yeah. I, I think uh, that's a good answer. I, but I mean, there's only one answer on this team. Yes. It's a Sean Watson. Well, I mean, yeah, sure. Certainly no. hashtag digits only How do you go any other angle. <laughs> He's already got a target on him. Yeah. He's dumb, obviously. Real fucking dumb. Not good at covering his tracks. Real fucking dumb. <laughs> Leaves a digital paper trail. And again, um, looks like he ha- maybe has a little bit of compulsive behavior. Hmm. I. This is simple. It's legal there, right? Yeah, mm. Ohio. We'll be there. Clemson's going to have a extra. really good season this year. I wonder if he's betting any futures. <laughs> So uh, overall bets, Kramer and I both nine and eight, just uh, on the under there. Both like Chubb over eight and a half rushing touchdowns and most rushing touchdowns plus a fifty. Kramer has a Deshaun Watson for his MLD. I got Kellen Mond, uh, big play Dave, of course, on the over. Likes the Chubb rushing yards, Chubb rushing touchdowns. Uh, Miles Garrett, defensive player of the year, and he has the Cleveland Browns going eleven. And six. So, so just for reference, I know we haven't done the other, the Baltimore or the Cincy preview, but where, where do you think you're going to have? Now that we know we both have Pittsburgh at 12 wins, yeah. Cleveland at nine, where does Cleveland finish for you? That's it. Again, that's why I didn't feel great. I mean, can I, I can't give them fourth place in the division if I got them going nine and eight. Why not? Well, because I think, uh, I think there might be one other team I'm looking to fade. Okay, so we'll see. I, I'm right. still, I'm still you, gathering. You're some still not happy right. with Lamar Jackson's agent this offseason. <laughs> Lamar Jackson did not set up Lamar Jackson for success, but that's the problem because I do think all four of these teams. Now, normally you couldn't say this about the Browns, but all four of these teams have a pretty high floor, right? So last year they finished fourth place, seven and ten. Yeah, and the the first place team uh, won twelve games. So that feels like we're going to look at a similar band. Like I don't see any of these teams being six win teams, right? Even even the even seven wins I feel like is kind of low for some of these. So teams. last year the NFC East, the Commanders were 8-8 eight, eight and 1. Yeah. So that's basically 9 and 8 in fourth yeah, I place. Yeah, uh, everyone in in the NFC East went over their win total last year, right? Yeah. So it is possible. We'll see. Plenty of NFL team previews coming up. Well, we have Cleveland going under their win total. Yeah. I mean the market has them all. You're winning. right. You're I, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, I guess in my head, nine wins for the Browns. I just kind of assumed it was an over. It's a similar situation. You're you're out of division schedules relatively easy. Yeah. Hey, YouTube.com slash sports game and podcast. Make sure you smash!
Smash that subscribe button. Catch up on all the team previews we got. We got so many out right now. Also, uh, bonus uh, snuck in a bonus uh, college football episode with Phil Steele. That was a great uh, episode as well. Uh, check that out. Support the Patreon. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean Stacking the Muddy Green. He's Ryan. Kramer, let it ride. I'm not touching Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs>